get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. This is Smoke Night Live, brought to you by JR Cigars. Uh, we're going to hang out tonight. Uh, don't really have much going on tonight. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe, Jordan, we do. Uh, I am your host. My name is Eric. You can call me <laughs> Master Sensei if you like, uh, but That's please, just call me Eric. Uh, no. Jordan, how are you doing tonight? Our trusty trusty producer jordan jordan what have you been doing the last two weeks been doing this <laughs> jordan has been tirelessly producing working. and editing and writing and would you so would you say stressed. jordan that you're uh looking forward to this being done yeah <laughs> but it's Lo- fun it's fun it's it's a lot of work. It's the most wonderful time. Yeah. Big, uh, big, big, big week for us, uh, as you know. Uh, everybody's doing their year-end lists, and we're no different. We're doing ours as well. Um, and a big studio audience tonight. We've got Matt in the house doing some, uh, doing a little Instagramming right there, a little Instagramming. Quinn, we get Quinn over there. Scott Brayband over there. Hanging out. Thanks for joining us, fellas. We even got an audience mic over in case over there in case they want to say something. Say say something right now. Just just say. Let's test the mic. Oh, it's it's muted over here. That was my bad. First producer fail of the night. There you go. There you go. It works. All right, so we're gonna get right to this because we have a lot, a lot, to talk about tonight. Uh, First things first. We will. Uh, run down and explain, talk a little bit about the, the ones that we've already announced. So uh, we have uh, the top ten, and then we have the top five limiteds. Then we have the five exceptional awards. So those are sort of like uh, odds and ends awards. I don't want to call it. That makes it. That doesn't no. Make, that doesn't they're exceptional. I, I know. I'm just saying they don't. It just There could be. There are a wide variety of topics. Uh, that's all I meant by odds and ends. I didn't mean to. Uh, to get make extracurricular. Yeah, I didn't mean to make short short uh what what whatever, whatever you call it. Anyways. <laughs> uh so seven of them we've already announced, but let's go through those seven real quick. So cuz we might want to talk a little bit about them, Jordan. Um and tell the folks why uh we selected it, but before we start, now Jordan, this is where you're going to come in to help me on this. Yo. Our list has a, you know, a criteria that is very different than many other lists. Um, one thing right off the bat is our list is only cigars that came out in 2020. Should be obvious. Uh, it is the uh, 2020 Cigar of the Year list. So the idea is to recognize those cigars that came out in 2020. I right? mean, yeah, you don't see the Oscar going to Gun with the Wind every year. You should. I mean, if it was eligible, it would. Um, and then uh, in our main list our top 10 we limit that down to uh, cigars that are regular production cigars that you can get in the United States cigars that what's the price range on them now these price range is up to 20 and we go by 20 and below we go by the median price for if there's a you know five cigars five sizes in the line we'd pick the 
the median size, and that gives the line its price. has to be 20 and under. Now, why do we put all of those restrictions on well, our top 10 list? We originally, you know, when we were getting into all this, you'd, go, you know, you'd get the cigar aficionado list or whatever, whatever list you'd grab, and you'd print them off, bring them to the store, and, you know, you could only find a couple of cigars at, at any of these stores. So we, we wanted guys to be able to actually get the list. Um, over the years, we've gone from, I think it was $8.00 max in the first year in 2012 right and we've expanded it a little bit we, we kind of expanded that because really what we were doing at the early stages because it was like a ten dollar limit or something right that limits out that's I mean, almost more like the value list you know these are cigars of the year we figure guys you know they can splurge a little bit if they want to get right uh, cigar but of the year ironically jordan most of the cigars in our top 10 uh would probably qualify even back in the day yeah I mean, I'm just looking at this it's list, nice affordable in, list in front of me, you know. They are all affordable. Uh, okay, so um, anyway, so that's that's how we pick our list. Now, obviously, when we get to the um, but the top five limiteds, those right, are... Right, that left out, you know, some of these limited editions, which are sometimes the, some of the most fun cigars of the year. So now we have top five for that whole category. Right. And then we have, in, in our exceptional awards, we have the, uh, the value cigar of the year, which is more affordable. Um, the under the radar, that's like a cigar that we think is really good or by a, brand, a cigar and a brand that is maybe not too many people know about. And so we just want to recognize some of the maybe smaller companies that might not make our top list, but they're in there. And then we have our luxury cigar of the year. That's, you know, the big guns, expensive stuff. And then we have Factory of the Year this year. Factory of the Year this year replaced Person of the Year this year. Yeah, that one we kind of, you know, on a year. We have like five awards for exceptional, and, you know, we'll, we can tweak tweak it a little bit. And then Brand of the Year. So uh, there's essentially uh, 20 awards that we award every single year. So let's just go ahead and start. Uh, at number 10 this year, uh, coming in at number 10 is the cigar that I'm smoking right now, Jordan. It is the Alec N. Bradley Kintsugi. Now, last year, uh, the Sober Mesa Brulee was in this spot, which probably should have been higher on the list. But the Kintsugi comes in at number 10. It's a Honduran and Nicaraguan tobaccos. They were chosen for both the filler and the double binder, being tapped with a leathery Honduran Habano wrapper from the country's Trojas region. And uh, Alec, uh, the result feels largely classic, having atypical flavor attributes strung throughout, such as maple curry, spice, and dried apricot. This cigar ranges from $7.25 up to about $9.85. That's an affordable line. That is an, and by the way... Oh, it's this is so sexy. This is a sexy cigar. You get this, the, the box, the, the, the band. Um, it does have the horizontal uh, print on it, which is it's pretty cool. It's getting more and more popular it's, it's these days. It's named after like this Japanese style where they, when like pottery breaks instead of like trying to conceal the cracks they like highlight them with these like gold and platinum lacquers so that it kind of tells the story of the piece over time and so the box has that same kind of look it's like this nice white box with the the gold cracks running through it's really cool so congratulations to the alec and bradley hey the alec and bradley boys are really uh making a name for themselves uh so in, the, in uh, the industry yeah it's their third uh core line release yeah very good. Uh, congrats, boys. All right, coming in at number nine. Now, these ones, of course, we've already announced. That's why 
I, I'm not getting super crazy. No drum rolls. No drum rolls. No, anything. that's coming later. Uh, at number nine last year was the Perdomo ESV Maduro. Uh, coming in this year, Jordan, this is one of those ones that came in late. Right. So here's what happens when we're working on our list. Um, we have the main list like in November, pretty much in our minds. But then we're like, oh, you know, there's all these other cigars that people talk about that say, oh, you, you know, you should have this in your list. Da 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 da. So we just go and we just make this massive buying spree, and we buy all the ones that we didn't get a chance to to try. And see if any of those sometimes they are can worthy. sneak on. And usually it, that's hard to do. You know, you, I, I would say that very rarely do they pop in. Right. Um, maybe once a year, once every other year. This is one of those ones that popped in at the very end. So coming in at number nine was the Esteban Carreras Cashmere. This cigar is a hearty blend of Nicaraguan binders and fillers. Takes on an amped-up profile, body and flavor, center stage, over a mild plus nicotine strength. The smoke holds true to its name, being smooth in texture, yet potent in flavor, with bright characteristics of clean cedar, dense cream, browned butter, and white chocolate. I think, by the way, this is $5.50 up to $10. Really affordable. But I think the descriptor that's the best in here is the brown butter. Mm Mm-hmm. The brown butter is the key to the Esteban Carreras cashmere. Yeah, tons of tons of body on. I mean, it's not like a strong nicotine wise, but like it, it uh, tons of flavor and body right off the bat, and it lasts through the whole thing. Very consistent. Now, this cigar could have theoretically made our under the radar even, but we liked we, it so much. And they're they've they've been around quite a while. Yeah, I know. We have, but we personally haven't ever given them too much love. Right. And, and this cigar was. Stellar. I, I gotta say, I ha, I don't know a ton about their lines. Um, I've had a few here and there over the years that people have sent me, and I've never disliked them or anything. Uh, just they just it never sort of grabbed my attention. But this particular cigar is fantastic, the cashmere. So uh, if you see that in a store, try it and let me know what you guys think of that because we were really super jazzed. Jordan about that uh, cigar when we tried it, and I've had a few since the, that we got, since we got them, and they were all excellent. Right, I, ever, I, have ne- I haven't had one that let me down at all. So it's a really really good cigar. All right, let's move on to number eight. Um, number eight on the list last year. Number eight on the list was the uh, tyrannical buck, Quinn. That was JSK. sort of a surprise on the list last year. That was huh? kind of a surprise on the list last year. Yeah, uh, super great cigar. Uh, this year, coming in at number eight, is the Crown Heads Four Kicks Kappa Especial. Ecuadorian Sumatra leaf wrapper brings a medium full intensity with loads of semi-sweet, easily approachable flavors sinking into the palate from first light. Cinnamon, brown sugar, candied nuts, and suede leather. It's not hard to see why Carrillo favored this blend. Explain that, Jordan. E.P. Uh, Ernesto. So this was, um, Four Kicks was Crown Head's first cigar in 2011. Um, apparently they had, like, whittled their test blends down to three, and uh, Ernesto had this blend in mind that he wanted to become the Four Kicks, but John Huber uh, had picked the cigar that actually did become the Four Kicks. So now they're, they're bringing the cigar out, and this was, was uh, Ernesto's pick. So it's a, a, so it's got a basically variation. It's it's very similar. Uh, I think it has some Dominican tobacco in the filler, and then it's got a Sumatra wrapper instead of the, the Habano. 
So this cigar comes in at $8.65 all the way up to $9.95, depending on Vitola. So once again, uh, extremely affordable, um, excellent cigar. Uh, Crown Heads, Jordan. Oh, man. In the last two, last two years, they, I mean... There was, I think there was a lull in there for a while, but the last yeah. two years they've been crushing it. I remember being on a, like a year-end panel show maybe like three or four years ago, and I think it was one of those things where it was like, name a brand that you think is str- you know, struggling to, you know, like they, they really need a good year to like uh, uh, find themselves again. And I remember, I think I picked uh, Crown Heads on one of those. Right. But the last two, three years... These guys are killing it. They've found a, you know, I mean, I guess, you you know, when you can come back, I mean, I, they probably never thought they were down, but I mean, just in my opinion. Um, of course, I, they've had, you know, cigars that have stayed popular this whole time, but right. this is more talking, you're kind Getting of more talking the about buzz, like the core line the attention, and stuff. You know, yeah. Because right off the bat, you know, Headley Grange and all that kind of stuff, you know, and everybody was... Los Calaveras is always fun from right. year to year. Right. So, uh, congrats to the Crown Heads boys on a fantastic release. Uh, coming in at number seven, last year, coming in at seven was The Gatekeeper uh, by Alec and Bradley, which was another E.P. Carrillo cigar, right? So, um, oh, yeah. E.P. Carrillo all over the place. Uh, but this year, coming in at number seven was the HVC Hotcake. Here we go, folks. The Jalapa-grown Corojo 99 binder <laughs> and fillers of Carrillo 98. And three varietals of special Corojo 2006 Maduro selection. The latter brings the signature combination of richness and sweetness to the smoking profile, combined with a San Andreas wrapper. That's interesting for HVC right there. The cigar shows a dark profile of black pepper, molasses, ginger, and bittersweet espresso. $7.40 to 9 bucks. This has been a hot Cigar, speaking of hotcakes, hey. it's been a hot cigar on the Dojoverse. A lot of people checking into this cigar. They're smoking them like hotcakes. Ah. You know, um, last year uh, we had HBC as our number one limited cigar. And then the number three regular one was the Serie A. So Rainier. And here they are again. Rainier is absolutely and killing this is it. not even their first pancake-themed cigar. Like, he has like a... Yeah, it's the Pan Caliente. It's like an unofficial pancake series. Well, you know, Pete Johnson has the Monster series. And, you know, Rainier might be pancake doing this series. whole pancake thing. I like it. What other kinds of pancakes might we see in the coming years? Ginger pancakes. Ginger pancakes would be good. How about blueberry pancakes? No. No. All right. Uh, congratulations, Rainier. You make amazing stuff. Out of all Aganorsa leaf tobacco, of course, uh, as everybody knows, HVC comes out of that factory and those farms. So you're, you pretty much know you're going to be getting some killer tobacco uh, from those guys. But that is a fun cigar. And it's cheap. Um, very, very affordable. All right. Number six last year was the Crown Heads La Coalition. There we go. Crown Heads again. Um, this year... This was a surprise one, Jordan. Mm-hmm. This was a surprise one because the Fratello Arlequin came in this year's number six, um, ditching the familiar qualities of San Andreas. Arlequin is dialed back in body, showing a smooth and mellow texture with atypical flavors of hickory. Uh, I don't know if that's a uh, foreign word. Vegetation-rich <laughs> soil, banana candy sweetness, and an overriding theme of ripe juiciness. Banana. Mm-hmm. Remember that flavor, banana. And I, I tell you, 
I, it's my theory that that comes from that Peruvian tobacco that's in there. It, it has it's a very exotic. banana note to it. And this cigar is uh, about $9.50 to $10.50 in there. But, Jordan, didn't we think that this had a similar uh, profile to the Avo? It totally reminded me of the Ritmo. Of the Ritmo, and that also has Peruvian tobacco in it. Now, Eric. Yes. Kind of jump in here. Yes, You say banana. Here's something that I'm going to point out. It's not, to me, it's not just the banana. If you remember from a lot of us, like even now with kids and having candy around, it's the banana runts, runts. Mm. those runts. little hard candies. You right. remember that little banana candy? That's right. That's what you get off of that. that right. It's just that super unique, like absolutely one of a kind. You're right. It is more of that banana f- uh, flavoring. The flavoring, not just so much like a fresh banana. Right. I I totally agree. You're but right. About with that. like, like the not just like earth, but like super like mineral vegetation rich earth. It almost it's it tastes like if you just took the Amazon rainforest and blended in a blender and and you drank that. <laughs> Minus all the monkey guts <laughs> you might get if you did that. Also, by the way, super sexy cigar, too. Great looking oh, yeah. uh, presentation. Uh, the band is cool. Um, has that uh, Harlequin um, like diamonds on the back of the band. But very stuff. surprisingly not intense. Like You want to smoke this like first cigar out of the gate. Right. Yeah, it's a more of a mellow experience. Dark. It's a dark cigar. Right. But uh, that just goes to show you that, you know, uh, the the coloring of the the wrapper and stuff doesn't necessarily, you know, equal intensity by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it could go either way. Like, there's some really intense, you know, Connecticut cigars that uh, are a lot more intense. And this is more of a mellow, mellow cigar, like Jordan said. Kevin claims monkey guts for a cigar name. Yeah, monkey, trademark that. Monkey guts. Kevin, uh, monkey guts. All right, uh, coming in at number five, last year was the Tatuaje Mexican Experiment 2, the ME2, Me2, hashtag Me2. This year, coming in at number five, was the Aganorsa Leaf Torch. Corojo 99 wrapper from Jalapa, cut back by half an inch, so you can allow the noticeable transition of flavor when the the wrapper leaf kicks in. Warm and toasted notes of nutmeg and roasted chestnut make up the profile before the wrapper. When added into the mix, the wrapper adds a nice crispness to the experience, showing sweeter qualities of caramel, oatmeal bar, and vanilla candy. Coming in at about $9.99 to $10.50, we smoked this cigar super early in 2020. Super early in 2020. And I remember me, I think me and Jack smoked it when we were in Miami. And we were both just like, wow, Whoa. this is really good. This has a chance to to be on our list. But sometimes that's a disadvantage when it's so early in the year like that. Right. Because then you kind of... You forget about it. Well, not only do you forget about it, but you've smoked it so many times. And then, you know, then you... Oh, here's another cigar. It's even better, I think. Newer is always better. It's newer. It's better. But this cigar... And you, obviously, you try not to let that happen as a, uh, a ranker and reviewer. And, in, and this is a case where we certainly... Uh, didn't let that happen. The uh, the torch remained on our list the entire time and grabbed itself a top five uh, ranking. Jordan, it's a tasty little stick. It's very it's fun consistent. to watch the wrapper, you know, come into play mm-hmm. and kind of just tightens up the screws. Right, you kind of go from uh, you kind of go from something that you, you're you're feeling like you you like it, but maybe it's a little bit you know loose and out of focus. And then that wrapper kind of brings in the focus of flavors to make it a, a really fun, 
fun experience. Uh, we the visionaries is the size that you want um, in this particular cigar. I think that's the um, one we reviewed, right? Yeah, that is the one that we uh, that we picked. All right, uh, the last one of the ones that we've already announced throughout this past week on uh, CigarDojo.com is number four. Uh, last year it was the Espinosa Raranja Escuro, Jordan. Ooh. This year, coming in at no- <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That's what I got. Uh, this year, coming in at number four, is the Sober Mesa Brulee Blue. Now, the uh, wrapper, Ecuador, Connecticut Shade G2BW. I'll throw that in there. Uh, Sarkis, technical. The binder, uh, Mexican San Andreas, which I think is cool when you put a Mexican San Andreas uh, binder under that Connecticut wrapper. I always like that. Mm -hmm. The result is a more potent smoking experience, offering balanced, calculated complexities from start to finish. This includes an upfront texture of oily butter on the tongue accompanied by a by standout flavors of brown butter hazelnut cream cheese frosting and peanut brittle i didn't get the, i didn't put the uh, cost on this one down it's uh it's 15 so this is no, the, si- 16 maybe 15 this, or 16 this is the most expensive one it's the only 3 dollar symbol cigar on the uh, yeah. so far on the list now some people might say uh you have the sober mesa Last year on your list, and you typically don't award well, a uh, just a different vitola. Right, we don't just allow different sizes unless there's something different enough. Um, some way for guys to know that they're smoking something different. I mean, even th- this isn't what gives it its its status, but you know, the band tells you it's different, and and the blend is different. Uh, well, the blend is largely similar, but it's very it's much more specific. He's using you know, the sel- the most select versions of the tobacco of that blend age an additional year that the r- that kind of sets it apart from the regular line. Right. And it's, it even has, you know, di- the, the band is different. So right. you can, uh, you can distinguish it. So, you know, you're getting, this is the 2020, you know, uh, cigar of the year list. So it, it was, it was able to be on the list because it is a different cigar. Right. So even though it has the a similar name, but it, it is definitely, Unique for 2020. And that is what I am saying. And it right is now. a very, very sexy, sexy cigar. Refined. Uh, yeah, it seems like Steve on that one said, I, I like the brulee. Uh, how can I make it even better? And I love the brulee. Like, uh, I, since that cigar came out, I may have smoked more of those than any other uh, cigar that's come out in the last couple of years. Like, I've killed those things. This is just a more refined version of that cigar, wouldn't you say, Jordan? Yep. Just the ultimate version of that blend, and the man, is it tasty! It more, is, yeah, more, tasty. it's much more concentrated, right? In profile. All right, so those are the ones that we've already announced. Uh, I think that we're gonna probably take a commercial break here, and then we'll get into our exceptional awards, and then finally our top five limited edition cigars. And at the very end of the show, we'll do three, two, one, bada bing, bada boom, cigar of the year. And I know all of you guys are looking forward. To a good commercial read. I know I am. I mean, what's worse than watching or listening to a cigar podcast when the commercial read in the middle is not dramatic and fun? So we've brought on one of the greatest commercial read experts in the cigar industry. Randy Griggs will now take you into commercial. Randy, take it away. 
Tonight's episode of Smoke Night Live and the 2020 Cigar of the Year Award Show is sponsored by none other than JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundles to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. This year, JR Cigar is celebrating their 50th anniversary. They will be celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited-run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and go to jrcigars.com to stock up on your favorite cigars today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ah, fantastic, Dang. Randall. That was that was very, very nice. You put on a, a new voice for yeah. this one and everything. Uh, Randy, good evening, gentlemen. Randy, you, Randy, how are you? You were you I'm were good, very, very uh serious there. You kinda reminded me of like um like a guy maybe in like the the fifties that would do like a commercial, oh, you know, yep. you were really like <laughs> you know, the guy that stands over there and he has one hand on his ear and oh, he's yeah. like he's doing that, you know. What do you, uh, you know? I, what do you smoke? Somebody said Ed Sullivan. Chat, oh, chat. I could, I, I could see that. So, uh, you know, I gotta say, I'm super excited to be here, man. I, obviously, I'm always honored to get to make a cameo on Smoke Night Live. But being the most important uh, show of the year, cigar of the year, uh, I thought I should do something a little above and beyond, a little something extra. You know, I wore my my button up. Uh, and I am smoking the HVC 500, Ooh. which was the oh. number one limited cigar from last year's Cigar of the Year list. And so... Uh, and I think you I, reviewed that one. I did review this cigar. I'm a big fan. It's a very tasty stick. I'm excited about the cigars that are coming out this year. I, I also have been uh, stocking up on, on the top five, especially. But uh, everything, you know, from the Kitsugi on down to number one are all fantastic cigars. Uh, excited to, you know, hear the big reveal tonight. And uh, we'll be smoking those the rest of the week. All right, my man. We will catch back up with you at the end of the show. Talk about the Flavor Odyssey. Uh, so thank you for that uh, commercial read. Appreciate that very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Griggs. Give him, a, uh, give give him, him a some applause. Give him applause. a little love. <laughs> give him some love. There we go. Thank you, Randy. Wow. The audience is going crazy, Jordan. Going crazy. All right, let's get Sweet. to the exceptional awards. Uh, these are the awards that I mentioned earlier in the show where we have uh, kind of just uh, some different categories, kind of recognize some cigars that might not otherwise be able to fall into our list necessarily. Maybe they could. Maybe they couldn't. Um, we'll start with the under-the-radar cigar of the year. Now, last year, it was the Viva La Vida. Living La Vida. It was the Viva, Viva La Vida. Uh, this year, winning the award is a cigar that we actually smoked at TPE way back in January, Jordan. Yeah, very pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Um, so winning the under-the-radar cigar of 2020 is the Patina Maduro, the Patina oh. Maduro. This little firecracker of a cigar being one of the most unmistakably spicy experiences that we smoked this year. This is not comparable to the black pepper often associated with Nicaraguan cigars, but more along the lines of cumin, allspice, star anise, red pepper. Uh, the cigar is a Maduro, um, after all, and eventually rounding out to offer an additional flavors of charred oak, Toasted molasses, bread, and baker's cocoa powder, Jordan. Oh, my gosh. That thing is tasty. And uh, Mo from Patina is a great dude. And so so why is it under the radar? I mean, Patina's been around for a little while. 
but he just doesn't seem to always get the love or attention right. um, that that he maybe deserves. I remember smoking um, the patina, the Connecticut that they had. It was just a fantastic... Sc- I don't think they make... They were Bad made stuff. at Casa Favilli, Favilli, right. whatever how you say it, uh, Mambacho factory, and now they're now they switched over to Naxa, and this is the first cigar out of out of Naxa, and uh, man, that thing was was unmistakably spicy. Like we, all, you, no. me, and Robbie, all of us were like, "Whoa, that was that was different." Yeah, if you if you are the type of person that likes uh, smoking uh, cigars with that. Spy, you know that boom, almost that. like a horseradish. Yeah, like a wasabi or something. Yeah, right. if you if you like that, and sometimes that's just the perfect type of cigar to smoke on a for a given situation. And Mo Malley used to be, or he was a, started as a dojo guy. Yeah, he was started before he was in the industry. He was participating way back on the cigar dojo, our original app. So that's kind of cool to see a guy like yeah. that um, come along and ha- have a neat brand. And you know. Our it's little dojo babies. It's <laughs> it's tough, Jordan, <laughs> to survive this past year, let alone, you know, being a cigar, a small company anyways. And then this year, even that much tougher. That's right. So uh, please support guys like uh, like Mo and Patina because they do make really great, great products. They're good looking. Um, I d- what's the price on that one? I didn't put the prices on these ones. That one, um, I believe, is somewhere. Uh, I think there's two, two or three sizes. I think it's nine to eleven, something somewhere okay. in there. Yeah, so uh, it's it's affordable. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, we're gonna go on to our value priced cigar of the year. Now, last year, it was the Alec Bradley Project Forty. That is still a fantastic. St- I still can't believe how cheap that cigar. What is. a surprise that was. That is a fantastic cigar for for dirt cheap. I mean. It's amazing, and Buy a few boxes it holds, it holds up. It holds up today. Now the Maduro yeah. came out this year. Um, uh, we haven't really got a full chance to give that one its its due. But this year, the value priced cigar of the year is mm-hmm. the Aladino Habano. This cigar is a medium plus in body, filled with flavor from the first light, offering classic components of aromatic cabinet spices, brown sugar sweetness, freshly cut cedar, and plenty of caramel. All shown through an interesting mouth-watering texture. Now, come on, Aladino makes some great stuff. This is no exception, Jordan. Oh man, we've we've always been pretty big Aladino fans, and this one was it was cool because and they age it for they rolled them five years ago, so it's got some age on it, and it just it seems familiar, but just with that that uh, Habano zestiness to it. Oh, and the price on this Six guy bucks? Six, bucks? Six bucks. I mean. Come on! Like um, supposedly, there's supposed to be some added sizes this year, um, which would be interesting to to see. But that I mean, that little Rothschild man. Oh yeah, that's just fantastic. right off the bat. You know the full flavor. Alad, the Alad, the original Aladino, just Corojo. Still to this day, it's that's in my rotation of go-to cigars. Yep. Like go-to cigars. If you if you think your palate might be kind of weird or something, right? You can smoke that and be like, okay, that's that base. Uh, you bring me back. Bring you back. just bring me back to center. I got the Espinosa Habano. That's in my list of those types of cigars. I got the Aladino Corojo. That's in my list of those types of cigars. And then a couple others. But those are the two that pop to my mind. So congratulations to Aladino on another uh, amazing release. I know they did the Cameroon this year as well. Uh, I know that made it pretty high on Coop's list. Um, so uh, they're always pumping out great stuff. But this Habano is excellent. And for the price, very tough to beat. For they uh, come in uh, 50 
50 count big old boxes so you can just stock up. Yeah, fill that humidor. Yep. You know? All right, uh, the luxury cigar of the year. Now, to be frank, there's not a ton of cigars that uh, are in this category. <laughs> um, and many of them are made by the same company. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, this is a this deserves this award more than any. I mean, it if even if there was fifty other cigars, Jordan, that were what is it thirty five and more thirty five dollars well, and more. We we've had a thirty five dollar um, limp, you know, restriction on it in the past, but we've kind of opened it up in the last couple of years to just be more subjective. Like it, yeah, they're usually going to be expensive, but they just more embody that. Luxurious feel. The packaging is the, yeah. luxurious. The smoking experience is something you'd celebrate an occasion with. That kind of a thing. Yeah, it's more of this. It, this one, this award is more in the spirit right. of it, like the spirit of luxury. And uh, it might not come as a huge shock, but our. Um, by the way, I had another one of these the other day. It was so <laughs> so good. I mean, so good. Um, I could smoke this cigar every day for the rest of my life, even though it's a size that I don't like. But uh, the Davidoff Year of the Ox. Boom. And uh, it has a diverse tobacco recipe, including seven tobaccos from three countries throughout the blend. However, the profile is unmistakably Dominican at its core, offering a mild uh, start of pistachio nuts and milk, later building in body and transitioning to flavors of oily butter, wild botanicals, anise, and heavy cream uh how much is this this is like 40 bucks this is 40 yeah 40 bucks 40 bucks a stick it's obviously this is you know joe six pack's not going to be able to uh smoke three of these a day um but he might spring for one every once in a while if you have that you know if you have that event a graduation of your child or a birth of a son or whatever like this is that cigar. Now it's a bit. It's, it's in a gordo, but you it's know a gordo. it's you're the ox. So right, and right. this one's kind of funny because you're the ox is t- it's 2021, but they come out with it in November each year, the year, a few months prior, so that you have the chance to get it, you know, to celebrate the year of the ox. They go by the Aztec calendar, right? Some yeah. Oh no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, by the way, last year it was the LFD 25th anniversary. Oof. That which is another it's fantastic really uh, stick, but the the year of the ox, beautiful box, uh, uh, fantastic presentation, and just so much going on in that cigar that even though it's a big size and it's a big price, you know, burns for a while too. Take take my advice and treat yourself at least once. Treat to yourself s- to see what we're talking about on that thing because treat yourself 2011. It is amazing. All right, let's get to. Um, now, last year we had we had the uh, person of the year, which was Risty from uh, Jossum Crawl, JSK Cigars. It's Yas. Yas, yeah. All right, whatever. I think. Yeah. Jossum yeah. Crawl. Quinn? Quinn? It's Yasum Crawl. Okay. Just like loads without the A. Right. No, it's lots. <laughs> right. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, but this year uh, we felt like we wanted to switch that award up and go with the factory of the year. And the winner of Factory of the Year is none other than Perdomo, Tabacalero Perdomo. <coughs> Hello. Hey. Dubbed El Monstro by the Nicaraguan people, Tabacalero Perdomo is said to be the second largest <laughs> factory. What? Why are you laughing Tabacalera. at me? Tabacalero. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. Tabacalero. No, I said Tabacalero. 
My tongue kind of like flips sideways when I say that word. I can't help it. You've been there. <clears throat> I know. Uh, you shouldn't even have to read from the script. Yeah. It was custom built by the Perdomo family is the uh, the headlining facet in this. One of the most extensive operations of vertical integration throughout the premium cigar industry. This operation includes everything from uh, farming to curing to fermentation to the box factory to aging rooms and, of course, the cigar rolling gallery. They do it all from seed to smoke. It's an incredible operation, and let's face it, they they really did, uh, they had a good year. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They had some really, really popular releases that you could barely even get your hands on. And it's just great to see Nick, a family, the family company, uh, being one of the you know most popular selling cigars every year. And that factory is just impressive. On that alone, uh, me getting to go down there, uh, it was a uh, it was a great experience. So uh, they they're one of the top barrel, yeah, fermenta- fermentation factories. I think them and the Fuentes are probably the top two. Uh, I think every cigar they have has some barrel aged tobacco in it, right? Yes, every every cigar. Now, some of them are completely barrel-aged uh, tobaccos, but then all of them have some barrel-aging uh, tobacco in there, which that's just an impressive feat as well, just on its own. So uh, uh, congratulations to Nick and the guys. Uh, they, they run a tight ship and uh, couldn't be more deserved to be the factory of the year in 2020, Jordan. Killing it. Killing it. All right, here we go. The brand of the year. You want a, a drum roll on this one? Yeah. Uh, wait, last year it was J.C. Newman. Oh. Last year it was J.C. Newman. And um, this year, drum roll please. <laughs> Boom. Drew Estate is the brand of the year. Jordan, Drew That was Est- a long drum roll. Drew Estate this year, they, they handled... This year, better, I think, than any other company. Oh, man. I mean, they just hit the... It just seemed well, like... I mean, obviously, it was a challenging year, but it, they... they What do you say? They made uh, lemonade out of lemons, you know, that kind of thing. Like, they really just uh, evolved into... It's like they were born for this. They, di- they didn't even have to, like, think about it. All of a sudden, they were coming out with shows left and right, doing virtual events. It seemed like... Usually, we give this award... It's easy to say, like, oh, that company had a good year. They came out with three new brands, and they were all pretty tasty. That wasn't the case here. I mean, Drew State obviously came out with some cool cigars, but not, like, core line brands. Instead, it was all the stuff that they were doing in the pandemic. Right. Yeah, like, they adjusted to the the, the situation better. Than, now, there was a few, I thought a few brands did really well. Fuente was one right. that also did Pr- very well there. Perdomo. Um, Perdomo did very well there. There was a few but um, I don't think any better than the way Drew Estate handled it. Not to mention the, um, you know, a couple of the cigars that that they came out with this year that were fantastic, which we may or may not talk about later. Who knows? Um, anyways, congratulations to the boys uh, at Drew Estate on a fantastic year. You guys really deserve that. By the way, the uh, Sun Grown Dogma came out in July. Now, I didn't even mention this, Jordan, but we we don't we can't award our own cigars any positions on our list. Ah. Because we would, number one. Because <laughs> we would do that every year. No, uh, but the truth being told, that Sun Grown Dogma was a super fun project. Uh, obviously, that was a, a biggie. So uh, congratulations to the boys. And the regular Dogma just, came, just yeah. shipped a few weeks ago. With the new look. Ooh. The new look. Dogma. All right, let's go to uh, 
Let's go to our top five uh, limited edition cigars, Jordan. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. So our number five one, hang on a second, let me adjust. Uh, last year, our number five one was the H Up and 175th. It's a great cigar. Well, that was surprising. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly and good. that thing will burn for three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, you got to be, you got to take some time with that bad boy. Whew. This year, coming in at number five is the Casa Fernandez Anniversario Maduro. Boom! This is oh. the Aganor Leaf. Of course, now this starts to get a little confusing. Randy's applauding on the side screen. It gets it gets a little confusing, doesn't it? Because this one is called Casa Fernandez. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, that Casa Fernandez was the company, and now it's more of a brand. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, this cigar, apart from the new Maduro wrapper, the blend consists solely of Nicaraguan Aganorsa tobacco being crafted with a special 109-style head, 109-style head, top-tier craftsmanship, and grade-A tobacco combined for stunning results, offering a medium-to-full-performance of mineral-rich earth, black pepper, charred oak, and chocolate graham cracker. Only uh, 2,500 of these were made. And they come in about just a little over thirteen bucks. Uh, earthy, I think, is um, is a good descriptor on this one. I like chocolate graham cracker because everything I, I, that's ag- if I had to sum up Agonorsa in one word, it'd be graham cracker. I know, and that's, that's a words. great point. <laughs> that's a great point. But that's what I'm saying is on this one, you get the earthiness, which doesn't you don't typically right. It's a, it's a little different. You don't typically get and, with uh, the Agonorsa. You said. You're right, 2,500. But it's this is this is probably the most limited cigar on the list because it's 250 boxes of 10, and they're all rolled by a single roller, which is super cool. Craftsmanship is just absolutely top tier. Yeah. So congratulations to uh, to the Aganorsa boys. They're, they've made uh, several spots on our list this year already. Um, great. They, that's just such a great fact. I almost I almost. Anytime anything has Aganorsa tobacco in it, I'm almost like, I'm probably going to like it. Right. Um, I'm a bit of a fanboy. It's um, got that new uh, Corojo 99 Maduro that they've been bringing out since last year. And it's nice to see it on the, like, their flagship top quality line. Right. All right. Uh, coming in at number four on our limited edition cigars of the year. Last year, number four was the Epernay 10th from Illusioni. Epernay! Uh, this year coming in at number four, Jordan, is the Davidoff Special 53 Capa Dominicana. Woo. For 2020, the blend was recreated, boasting a host of Dominican leaves sourced from a wide-ranging varietals of primings and growing regions. Additionally, all tobaccos throughout the cigar range from six and a half to ten years in age. This makes for a medium-bodied experience with concentrated smoke onto the palate. Flavors are dialed in, deeply complex, hitting every region of the palate with tremendous balance, including highlight flavors of buttered molasses, bread, subtle florals, cumin spice, and loads of cappuccino creaminess throughout the finish. Now, this does come in at $32. It's Davidoff. It's Davidoff. And it is Um, stinking tasty. It is very... Now, they had two two cigars that theoretically could have been on this list. The Intenso was also very good and very intense, so... So what do you think pushed this one over uh, the, 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 the Robusto in your Intenso opinion? had, I think, a better start. Uh, jumps out the gate, real full of flavor. But it, for me, it was more in the Millennium Spectrum, which is not my most favorite Davidoff blend. It, it's a little, gets a little too muddy in Muddled the second half. In the second half. And this one was, I think, 
stayed more consistent throughout. Uh, this one's all finesse. It kind of it's it is what you want out of a Davidoff, right? Right, like that's that that's that. What when I smoke a Davidoff, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. That those flavors. So uh, congratulations to Davidoff on another fantastic cigar. Um, it's excellent. Worth every bit of the $32. All right, number three on our list of limited cigars of the year. Uh, on number three last year was the Davidoff Especials number seven, which was absolutely amazing. In fact, another if, uh, Vault Series cigar. If that cigar burned a little slower, it might have been number one. It was, it, was just, it was a little bit of a quick burner, but great cigar. Anyways, this year at number three was the Tatawahe TAA 2020. Uh, the uh, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper leaf for the first time. All right, along with a new brand layout, the cigar set itself apart from former releases, transferring an emphasis on grit and body to dialed back complexity. This may require an adjustment in mindset for longtime fans of the series, though the results speak for themselves, showing smooth and twangy elements of caramel. Pour over coffee, hickory, and milk chocolate. Coming in only eleven dollars and ninety five cents. Would you? What would you say twangy is, Jordan? Uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like that, like tanginess. It's one of those descriptors that's just kind of you just. It's have like to, a word you made up. It, it is, but you know, <laughs> it, I felt like it gave that feel. I think of twangy as a sound, and now it's a taste too. Mm. All right, so we'll trademark that. <laughs> Uh, see if uh, see if Webster's Dictionary will add that as a, one of the descriptions for twang. All right, so congrats to Pete. What a great guy. Obviously, I mean, Pete's stuff speaks for itself, and this was no exception. Uh, excellent cigar. Fantastic. All right, number two. Uh, last year was the uh, Espinosa War Zone. Excellent cigar with the uh, Cameroon wrapper. Um, they did do a new size this year. was also fantastic. Um, so grab a war zone if you can. That's fun. But coming in at number two this year was a cigar that me and Jordan absolutely flipped out over. <gasps> so good. The Avo Improvisation Series LE20. Um, this blend, limited to 61,600 cigars total, consists of a wide assortment of high-priming Dominican tobaccos being topped with Ecuadorian Connecticut leaf that is almost copper in appearance. This leads into a dry and botanic start with unique flavors along the lines of Campare liquor. The profile evolves. uh, Liqueur. (laughs) I'm trying to read. My eyes are bad. I'm trying to read this the best I can. The profile evolves uh, taking a creamy texture and long-lasting characteristics of nougat, espresso, buttered popcorn, musk, and candy-like sweetness. You say espresso. Espresso. It's espresso. I hate when people say espresso. Uh, I think I said espresso. Maybe I said espresso by accident. If I did, I apologize to it's all my, the coffee my people. Sorry. <laughs> you, why don't you try reading <laughs> off of here? It's not that easy. So um, that's my job. It's I know. To criti- critique you. That's all right. Now, Jordan, the presentation on this one. Oh my gosh! Super cool. It's got like a such a clean box. It's a clean. It's box. like a smoky. Plexiglass looking, smoked plexiglass. Yeah, it's like it's clear, but it's got like a, a smoky tint to it. Now we compared. And it's like an actually, it's basically like a humidor. It's got like real cedar trays in it and everything. Like you could just use this as a humidor practically. Right, and me and you, uh, when we smoked this, we compared it to the Elio Five. It, it is. It is. I feel like 
that every year they come out with that limited edition, and there's always they kind of go back and forth between the dark wrapped and the light wrapped, and and this is the light wrapped is more on par with the LEO five, and especially in this case, the LEO five is probably still more complex, but this not only did this this burned a lot longer than the LEO five, which is my biggest complaint on that cigar, but. Uh, it had more creaminess to it than the botanical kind of emphasis on the Elio 5. Yeah, and, I mean, we, we, we burned through that box because it was so good. <laughs> Luckily, we saved a few um, for later in the year so we could, like, make sure that we were, you know, not, you know, we just weren't in a, in a wacky mood and thought it was better than it was. But um, it's definitely uh, worth the, if you can find them. One of my faves. Yeah, it's it's an absolutely fantastic cigar, so... Congratulations to the Avo boys for putting out yet another fantastic um, stick. That one, maybe like Jordan said, just a, a little under the LEO 5, but it's close. It's very close. All right, coming in at number one. This is the number one uh, limited edition cigar of 2020. Uh, last year it was the HVC 500 Years, which, guys, holy cow. To this day, I make sure that I always Peanuts. have HVC 500 year in my humidor. I make sure because it is a fantastic cigar. That's the cigar that Randy is smoking if right now. If you're wondering what peanuts taste like in a cigar, get that one. I think I thought the Serie A was more peanutty. Mm, I disagree. I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's one thing that they're both f- fantastic. And so uh, grab some of those 500 years HVC. It's such a good cigar. But this year, winning the limited edition cigar of the year is none other than drum roll, drum roll. please. Boom! The Drew Estate Liga Pravada Year of the Rat. This has features dark Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Brazilian binder with that little fan tail cap. It's just a five and a half by 46 Corona Gorda. Um, it's not often that cigar enthusiasts are treated to a new full-fledged Unico Siri offering from Drew Estate, and they delivered in spades. This is an intense smoking experience with concentrated profile. The cigar is punctuated with upfront characteristics of milk, chocolate chips, molasses, fresh tilled soil, and campfire smokiness. Look at this. Look at this bad boy. This is a sexy... Cigar. Now, this is another one that we had early on. Oh, and yeah, TB, trade show. And we said this cigar is probably going to be on our list. Every one of us that were there, uh, Robbie was there that day. Uh, I think we were smoking with uh, Joe Grow, and uh, Jonathan was kind of running around. Pedro was screaming into our microphone, like, way too loud. <laughs> Remember, it was like... Well, <laughs> I had that audio, you know, and I was filming it. It was just like... <laughs> Pedro, oh, yes. but the cigar made up for that because it was so good. Now there is one downside. Band to this. is a little hard it's to turn imp- on. Possible to get this <laughs> gold band off without, you know. But Need to be a surgeon to get that off, but but we're gonna we're gonna cut him some slack on it because the cigar is worth it. You know what, Jordan? You think back on all the years, and you think back on like the Liga Nine, T fifty two, but then. And I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from that series. But then they all start to, in your mind, you know, like, what's one from the other? Mm-hmm. I know the UF-13 was really good. Obviously, the uh, um, the Flying Pig is fun. But, like, I never I never felt like I had another one that was like the T-52 or the League of Nine that, I w- that stood out in my mind. Right. This is the first one, to me, 
that like stands out in my mind. And maybe it's just the size is just so perfect for the cigar. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's just such a fantastic It just can stick. cut through everything. Like even at the trade show, you're smoking countless cigars. And that cigar is the only cigar, one of the only cigars I even remember from, you know, those multiple days of wandering around right. smoking in a trade show. Yeah, same here. Like uh, we we had, we sat down and and we all it was like ah, oh, a cigar. You know, like I can take I can taste. <laughs> this is what it's like. This is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> like it was so thick and luxurious, and the smoke just coats your palate. And, you know, it gives you so much flavor. And sixteen bucks. And by the way, even though this is a smaller size, um, it's a long burning cigar. You're gonna mm-hmm. get more than your your money's worth for it. Sixteen bucks is a value. I think for this particular cigar. The only downside is it was originally named after the Florida Panthers team that we just <laughs> destroyed in the Stanley Cup, swept them. They were throwing out rats onto the rink every time they scored. In that series, they didn't. There was no rats. And at that point, of course, it wasn't an, an actual. You know, you could just get it there and stuff. So now, you know, you can get it as a regular. You know, limited. It's a limited, now but it's still. an actual, yeah. it was a release. Yeah, right. So congratulations to uh, Drew Estate winning the number one, Jordan, number one. Number one limited. Limited edition Cigar of the Year. Uh, by the way, uh, it should be noted that the, the top two in the limiteds, again, I think the same as last year, were very close. There's a lot of arm wrestling going on. There's a lot on. of arm wrestling going on. I guess it should be noted uh, before we announce the top three. That it's not just me and Jordan, um, Randy, Robbie, Kevin, Matt. Who did I leave out? Uh, Bear. Bear. Um, we all uh, put input on onto this list, and and that's how the rankings come to be. Um, we kind of fight it out in the end. We uh, eventually, you know, whittle it down to where we take everything into account in some of these because they're so close, like. When you're trying to find the ones that are just that close, like um, there just has to be something that pushes one over the other, and uh, so that was the case with the year of the rat. This time it won out, and for good reason. Excellent cigar. So I guess that's it, Jordan. We are down to oh. the top three of 2020, which is pretty doggone exciting. How do you it? feel about this list just overall? Before we do this, surprisingly good. Like. I mean, as a whole, 2020 was, you know, there, there wasn't nearly as many overall releases. Uh, but, you know, when you whittle it down to the best of the best, it's a super solid list. Yeah, I sort of feel, I sort of feel the same way. Like, um, when I look back at this list, I look at it and I say, wow, you know, there was a lot more uh, really good cigars than, you know, you think of the years going on. You're like, ah, what kind of year is this? This is like a weird year. But when... If there's half as many cigars available, but the top ten of them are just as good as any right. other top ten, then I'm okay. That, yeah, that's sort of the way I, I, I feel about it as well. Uh, by the way, as I do these top three, uh, you guys on Facebook, please um, feel free to post the ones that you think are the cigar of the year. Uh, Twenty, Try to keep it to 2020, though. That's what makes it fun. Right. Uh, your favorite ones that came out in 2020. Not just what you happen to smoke right. in 2020. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're like a big Monte Cristo number two fan... Great, but that came out in like 1920. So like, just try to keep it to 2020. We'd love to see what you guys, what your picks were. Uh, but let's get right into uh, the top three. These are the top three uh, regular production cigars that you can get in the United States that were made in 2020 um, that are at a reasonable price point and 
um, that you could take this list, go to your local uh, brick and mortar retailer, and very likely, or at um, least even at least online, right? Yeah, like, you, you've got a shot. Right. I mean, first try your brick and mortar, um, and but you're, there's a good chance you can get these. Some of them, you know, at this point of the year, could be a little harder than others, but still, you're, I think you can get your hands. I got my hands on all of these, so um, I'm sure it can be done. You just gotta maybe do a little searching around. All right, so uh, number three last year, Jordan, was the HVC Serie A, which is another one of those doggone cigars that that would be... Especially in that, what is it, Perlis size? Yeah, that would be in my list of regular rotation stuff. Yes. And it's another one, Jordan... That's affordable. You you mentioned earlier, like, if your palate's off Mm -hmm. or something and you just need to, like, center yourself again... That's another one of those cigars, the HVC Serie A, that you can send to yourself and say, okay, now, my, now I know where I'm at because just, it's consistently amazing. All right, now this is, this is kind of interesting because this doesn't happen too often, but coming in at number three is the Crown Heads Mildias. And I say it doesn't happen often because they won the number eight cigar already on our list, uh, the same brand winning two awards in our top ten is incredible. Uh, this cigar is among the most complex in terms of a tobacco blend from Crown Heads to date, using leaves from four different countries. Despite the Habano wrapper, Mildias pulls off a much more nuanced performance than anticipated. It's all about finesse with the Mildias, bringing soft, complex intricacies of buttermilk, saffron, frothy cappuccino, and lemon cake Coming in at about nine dollars twenty-five cents to eleven fifty, Jordan. What a great cigar! Yes, and uh, you know, Crown Heads is—they're very—it's very impressive that they are able to go. They go to more factories for core line cigars than I think just about anybody I can think of. It's—you know—a lot of times guys will get a little limited one-offs made here and there, but you know, they have four factories that they're getting solid core line cigars out of, and and they're they're good consistently throughout the line so it's it, and it adds a nice spin on it to get a different flavor profile from these different factories uh another thing that i thought was super interesting about this one like you said in in the description was that it's it kind of has that like epernay quality to it where it, like it almost smokes like a connecticut but it's it's a habano um which and i like i like when the styles are being pushed the, uh, in that way right yeah yeah no doubt and i i i think what you were saying earlier about them, you know, using a wider, a wide variety of factories makes their brand so interesting right now. Like, I'm certainly not to take away from any brand that uses just one factory because some guys do it incredibly well. There's no doubt about that. Right. But it is also fun to know that you could get a, a, a certain crown heads that might have a, just a completely different profile altogether, right. you know, than... Than another one, and, and a lot, of, a lot of companies, you'll see them go to a different factory, and they'll make the brand, and then the brand kind of just, it's cool that year, and then it kind of just drops off after that. But Crown Heads, they seem to actually stick with all of these factories and and support the brands throughout the years. Yeah, no doubt. And and this was a sort of remember we first got it the 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 band and stuff. It was like a temporary band, and we were kind of like... The pre-release eh. band, I absolutely hate it. It was a pre-release band, that's right. fine. I know, right. <laughs> but you know, you don't, you don't know like how right. far Where are they off, going with this? Yeah, where are they going with it? How far off is the final right. product going to be from this? Like Sometimes it's just a matter of different paper or something. <laughs> but they just refined it entirely, and now it's, yeah. it was a very it nice... It has like a kind of European feel to it. Very nice-looking cigar. 
Uh, very good. So congratulations to John and the boys at Crown Heads for making our list twice. Now, we that doesn't normally happen, but these are two completely different cigars, different factories, different everything. And so it just made... Yeah. It, and they're both good. <laughs> and they're both good. So what are you going to do? You know, I mean, uh, it is what it is. Uh, fan fantastic job by the boys. Uh, so congratulations to Crown Heads. I think we're down um, number two. to uh, number two, the final two cigars. Last year, coming in at number two, was the Southern Draw Rose of Sharon oh, man. Desert Rose. What a Connecticut. What a great Connecticut. Excellent cigar. As full uh, as they come. How many of those have we smoked? Uh, just countless. I mean, gazillion. <laughs> still love that cigar. That one. I still love it in that original size the most. I too. think so too. Even yeah. more than that, they, they had the thinner gauge, which I normally like, but the original is great. Yeah, I agree. All right, so uh, here we go. Uh, coming in at number two, cigar of the year for 2020 on Cigar Dojo is. Sun Grown, and this is a Nicaraguan Puro blend boasting six-year-aged tobaccos throughout the entirety of the cigar. This includes leaves from Perdomo's Esteli, Condega, and Jalapa fields being topped with a sun-grown wrapper that has undergone 10 months of secondary fermentation in spent bourbon barrels. The result is a full-bodied, full-flavored smoking experience offering an impressive value for the line's modest price range. This includes standout components of toasted pumpkin seeds, fiery red pepper, rye bread, and warm caramel. Coming in, Jordan, at only $7.25 up to $9.75. Get out of here! That is a value at twice the price. Is that how you say that? A value at twice the price. This is a... This Some sort of expression. Is a fantastic cigar. Now, let's tell the story. The Maduro version is also fantastic, and there's a debate, an inter an office debate as to... I'm a Maduro guy. I'm not a Maduro guy, but in this line. In this line, <laughs> Jordan is 100% but behind the Maduro. everybody else was the sun-grown guy. But everybody else on the panel... Um, now, think about this. These two cigars, the Maduro and the sun-grown, were sort of... Uh, cannibalizing each other a little bit in our list. Right. Um, but it doesn't really matter because either one of them are fantastic. And th here's what I like about Perdomo. This is the, I think this is the best thing about Perdomo is the consistency. I feel like, Jordan, I can get a Perdomo and I know that it's going to be good. I know that it's going to have a certain flavor profile that I like and I'm not going to be let down. It is... They probably make the most consistent and line of products uh, is at, at that price range right. of anybody. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And this cigar, like, it hit the ground running. I mean, everybody, want, they couldn't keep them in stock. People were going crazy about it. Such a welcomed replacement of the former 10th anniversary uh, Sun Grown and Noir. They, those just kind of felt like spinoffs of the champagne. They didn't really, weren't their own... They weren't given their own special treatment. These actually feel like they were they're and they were. They were blended from the ground up to be their own smoking their own lines. Right. And um and that's the fun of it. Like I always feel like if you're going to 
you know, replace something. Like they could have just take took those same cigars and then threw a different band on it to say, okay, look, now it matches the champagne a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But Nick didn't do that. He went ahead and and went to the extra trouble of you know completely reblending these cigars to give it a new, modern, up to date uh, experience. And geez, for that price, guys, buy them by the box. Get get a box. Do yourself a favor. Get a box. Get a box of the Maduro too. Um, it's just so such a delicious couple of sticks. I I just had a champagne. I think it was Wednesday. And I hadn't had one of those in years. It was so good. I was like, this is like six ninety or seven dollars or whatever it was. We're almost killing it. Ah, having a, a fantastic year. So congrats to Nick and the boys on such a great release. I uh, love that. I love the branding. I love the way it looks. I love the way it tastes. It's got some strength to it. It's got some some body to it. A lot great. of a lot of like sun dried type flavors going on there. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to the cigar of the year, Jordan. This is the this is it. This is it, and then and then boom, we're done with lists for. And we'll an see you guys next year. <laughs> yeah, Just that's it. Tune out for and the whole year. I quit. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, this is sort of interesting, right, Jordan? This pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, who would have thought? There we go. Uh, now keep in mind, um, obviously this. Hey, whoa, whoa. We've uh, working hard on this bad boy, and uh, this cigar is amazing. And it deserves this all the accolades it gets. Last year, if you remember, our our pick, Jordan, the Hoya de Nicaragua Numero Uno. Oh my gosh! Still to this day, it might be my in my top three. That you know that limited or not of, that's of any cigar I've ever right. smoked. I'm talking such a great such a great cigar. I smoke them all the time. They had the new they had the new size this year, which was also good. Although I think the other size was a little I better. Agree, I agree. A little bit better. But still, such a great so so I've been we've been smoking Numero Uno's uh, at least once a week ever since you know they came out last you know, year. We have it in the contracts when we award a cigar <laughs> of the year, we get just like we get infinite supply. That's right. just part of the deal. So whoever wins this, that's just a hint <laughs> to you guys to start shipping boxes. Uh, just kidding. All right. So the number one cigar of 2020. Is everybody ready for this? You guys ready for this? Is the studio audience ready for this? You guys ready? These guys in the studio, they don't even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> they have no idea what I'm going to say. Jordan, are you ready, Jordan? I think so. All right, let's just do this. The number one cigar of 2020 for the Cigar Dojo is... Goodness, I think I gotta press the applause button. You may have heard of it. This USA Connecticut Habano rapper is a varietal that he first began using in the early 80s, coming into his own as a cigar blender in Miami. Six blends were initially created in hopes of matching the high bar set by former Perez Carrillo cigars, eventually settling on a recipe of Connecticut Habano over Ecuadorian binder and all Nicaraguan fillers. The end result is a most flavorful experience from EPC Cigar Company to date, showing rich and long-lasting flavors of hickory, chocolate, freshly roasted coffee beans, and dark stone fruit. 
The cigar's release has been slow going at launch, being set back because of COVID, of course, through the small batch production is ongoing and expected to become more readily available in 2021. It's only $10.75 per stick, up to about 12 bucks. Beautiful presentation on this cigar. Yep. Um, look at this. Look at this sexy. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this cigar, I, I was smoking it earlier tonight. And I was getting notes of blueberry. Ooh, and, I like that. And that kind of a... It, it is very... Yeah, it's a lot of the stone fruit type stuff. A lot of the stuff, stone fruit flavors. The but here's the fun thing about this cigar that's so, that's so neat. Like, we as cigar smokers, you smoke so many cigars, Jordan. And, and sometimes after a while, while they're good, I, you know, they might be great cigars, they have such a similar flavor profile. This one stands out as a unique flavor profile. If you're going to get to smoke this cigar with a nice glass of whiskey or bourbon after dinner, um, and you're going to be able to have a, maybe a little bit of a different experience for once. And that's what I like so much about this cigar is it is not typical. It's atypical. It has those unique fruity, dark fruity notes right. yet mixed Just in with... So much to sink your teeth into. Yeah, it's so much to sink your teeth into. Um, it's a great value, and it's b the presentation is beautiful. There's literally nothing not to love about this cigar. And I remember you smoked this cigar first when we were doing our um, our show, uh, where we just smoke a cigar for the very first time. We've never tried. Never it. smoked it before. We just we smoke. What do we smoke like? First, fifteen, twenty minutes of yeah. it. Yeah. First impression. That's what we call it. Our first impression show. And I remember at the time, Jordan, you lit it up. And you were just like, "Whoa, holy cow! What the heck?" And like, and here, and and the rest of us here at Dojo Studios were like, "All right, Jordan's obviously he's he's getting a little freaked out." Because <laughs> I, I have to be honest, I wasn't a huge, a huge. I didn't dislike the encore, but I wasn't like a huge, huge encore fan. Well, in the La Historia too, we you know just, we were so, so on both of those. It was just okay. Didn't think anything great, but this one stands apart in our opinion as. Being an actual phenomenal, I'm sure you know all the other ones were great, but this one I think stands above the others in the category that it just gives you so much to offer, so much meat on the bones, right? You, we usually have this like aha moment for as far back as I can think, and the cigar of the the cigar of the year always has that moment, and it, it sure enough it did. You yeah, just, you instantly are like, whoa, this is going to be in the list. It's going to be high. I don't know, but then you know. You, Keep go keep smoking them, and sure enough, that man, that thing is good. Now, while the while this and the Perdomo were both pretty high above in the in the list, right? Um, Points wise, this you know this was the clear cut winner. There wasn't any arm wrestling going on no. really. It was the clear cut winner. Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> surprisingly, uh, we were a bit shocked that Cigar Aficionado hey. uh, awarded it yesterday as their number one cigar of the year. Only shocked because they typically don't do a cigar from 2020. Right. And so we weren't expecting... It's been, always been our biggest criticism of their list. And right. here they go. And here they go. And so when that came out yesterday, what was the first thing you thought, Jordan? I was like, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You know? I mean, hey. Uh, we would have done this uh, show a week ago. It, it is what it is. Hey, it, uh, it is. It, you know, that just shows. It's yeah, yeah. It just shows you that it really is. Uh, Cigar Aficionado did did definitely nail it this year. This is a great release. Um, don't let anybody tell you differently. Uh, it's it's well above average. It's a fantastic stick, and uh, I instantly have been 
got a box, and I've been smoking them ever since. This is another box right here. So you can get this one. I know they're selling fast. By the way, there will be a uh, dojo sampler uh, on Smoke In, uh, which will have five of our top um, cigars of the year. And uh, the pledge will be in there. That will. This that, will be. How did there? we score that? I mean, that that cigar. I mean, even though everything we have obviously is regular production, that one because of COVID is pretty. It's kind of hard to get your hands on. Right. Uh, the sampler will also feature the uh, Perdomo. It'll fill, uh, feature the uh, not. Won't have the Mil Dios. We didn't. There wasn't enough of the Mil Dios to make the sampler. But the Four Kicks Capa Especial will, which was our number eight cigar, that'll be in its place in the sampler. And then of course the Torch and the Sober Mesa. Blue will also be in there. The sober oh my really gosh, blue. that's so a sampler and a half. That is a killer sampler, which will be available on Smoke In shortly after this show uh, is done airing. And uh, so there it is, Jordan, our Cigars of the Year. What do you think? This is uh, this was a sexy group of cigars. It, was, it is a sexy group. Let's get, <laughs> let's get the opinion of Quinn, uh, Quinn over there. What do you, what do you think, think of the list now that you've seen it? I'm excited to try it. I'd buy it breakfast the next morning. All right, there we go. He's gonna buy it breakfast the next morning. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried that he does this with cigar samplers. But hey, um, either way, thank you, Quinn and Matt and all the guys here in studio for helping out and having fun with us all year long. We have such a good time. I know Jordan's been super stressed lately because he's been, he's you've been under the gun. It's making been a, all, it's making been a all these graphics. Two weeks. <laughs> I, I, we, those two videos that we just did. I was doing. Hours before the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right up until the last moment. Um, and especially want to uh, thank all the guys that, and gals that join us on Facebook every week. Really, you guys really make this fun. I look forward to every Friday night because we have such a good time on Smoke Night Live. It really is. The, it really does make uh, Friday even that much more enjoyable. Hey, let's talk some Flavor Odyssey. Let's bring Randy back. Randy, are you still with us? Randy! I am. I am, Eric. Randy, what do you think of the Cigar of the Year list, my friend? Man, I got to say, it's uh, it's an exciting list. You guys said it uh, really well as you went through. You know, there was uh, uh, less releases overall this year because of the situations that, we, that we've been facing. And uh, I couldn't agree more that it didn't uh, detract at all from the, you know, gravity of of these cigar releases, man. I mean, this is an amazing list. I'm excited to be, uh, you know, uh, a small part of the conversation as you guys went through this. I think you guys get, did a great job. Uh, congratulations to you guys. Uh, honestly, Jordan, fantastic work on those videos, even if you got them done 20 minutes before the show. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I, I think this is, uh, you know what? You guys know me. I, I talk to the people out there. I follow all the shows. I follow all the lists. There is no doubt that these were the best cigars of the year. I think, um, you know, it's it makes me really proud to be part of this and and to see these come out because there's no politics, there's no like other agendas at play when when we go through these and we we talk about like straight up and down. We rank the best cigars that we smoked, and uh, I, I think you know congratulations to EPC. The pledge was a phenomenal release. Um, as, as were all of them, you know, the top three were, were cigars that I've been smoking, uh, with, with frequency here as of late and, um, man, great, great selection of cigars. And I'm super excited about that sampler pack. I'll be on smoke in right after we get off the air here to, uh, to grab myself a couple of those five packs as well. Uh, cause that's a fantastic lineup for sure. 
In fact, I will. I'll text uh, Smokey in right now, and they can tell them that they can go live with that. Um, oh. So, Randy, uh, Flavor Odyssey. Yes. Um, talk about what's coming up. Yeah, we have some big, big news. Very excited. Those of you that follow along with the uh, the Flavor Odyssey show that we air every week on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have uh, we finished up the season finale this past Wednesday. We're taking this week off uh, so we can take a breather in between. But we are bringing you guys uh, concept and a lineup that we're really excited about. We're going to stay on track. We, we thought that season two went really well. Uh, we're going to stay with that show template for season three. 32 episodes, six segments of four shows each, plus mixed in with some wild cards so we can do some fun things. The season three, Flavor Odyssey, base concept is going to be about flavor components. You know, we really pride ourselves on doing something a little bit different than what we, you see here on Smoke Night Live every week. You know, we don't do a lot of interviews. We, 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 uh, we don't do cigar news. We really focus on having a pairing show for cigar smokers. And so, you know, we uh, again, you know, we, we engage with uh, the, the community out here on Dojoverse. We got some uh, uh, some ideas from uh, random audience members that, that uh, you know, kind of reached out to us. And, and we think that this is something that people are going to be excited about. And so we're going to be talking about flavor components where in season two, we were so focused on the wrapper. We're going to go with uh, basic components of flavor. And so what you're going to see in season three will be six segments of the major components that we kind of gravitate to in both cigars and beverages. Uh, so those components, um, and I'm not naming these in exact order that we're going to run with them, but more or less, we're going to be focusing on earthy, fruity, spicy, sweet, chocolatey, and roasty. Mm. And so, uh, you know, we're going to do it a little bit differently. We all talked about it. We think that uh, there's an opportunity to bring beverages as a bigger part of the conversation as well. And so when I say earthy, uh, Rob and I really uh, challenged ourselves to come up with Pairings that will be driven by one component uh, of flavor that can come from either the beverage or the cigar. And so, uh, you know, just to kind of lay it out, we're also going to focus a little bit more on getting the information out to our audience. Everything's been tough this year. A lot of us are buying more and more of our cigars online. Heck, some of us are buying our beverages more online than ever before. And so we are going to kick off. The first segment is going to be earthy. And we're going to kind of change it up from week to week. Some weeks we're going to be more focused on earthy cigar. Uh, and some weeks we're going to be focused more on an earthy beverage. Now, you know, it's, it's you know, uh, we'll, we'll get more into it in the show. But obviously, both cigars and beverages are made up of a whole uh, myriad of different flavor components that all kind of marry together to the uh, final result. But we're looking for a flavor component that is the primary focus of the total flavor profile. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll out the first four episodes of Flavor Odyssey. We're going to tell you the, the whole pairings. So the, uh, the first episode that we're going to launch on uh, Wednesday, January 27th, will be a earthy beverage. We went with a matcha green tea highball. Ooh. Oh. Oh. 
that's yeah, different. That's, that's very different. And so that's something else. You know, I'm glad, glad you said different, Jordan, because that's something else. Jordan, uh, Robbie and I kind of challenged ourselves to do is not to have any repeats from the first two seasons. So we will be smoking all fresh and new different cigars than you've ever, uh, you know, walked through this, uh, this journey with us through and so that matcha highball we're going to go ahead and pair with the Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio Connecticut interesting I you know when I was playing little league football I had a highball I had to go to the doctor (laughs) I had to push it back down so I'll be I'm a little nervous about that episode oh samplers are live people samplers are live nice all right so what's what's next so we're going to go from the matcha highball and the JDN Connecticut straight to one of ten, one of the top ten cigars of the year. We're gonna be smoking the uh, the Fertello Arlequin with none other than the Boulevardier. Oh, I thought that I thought the Arlequin would have ended up in the juicy category. Oh, oh well, it's it's the it, that's got all that vegetation, yeah, yeah, ri- yeah. mineral rich soil too, though it's the it, it's the exactly. jungle blended up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, true. there's some juices in there in the jungle too. And there's <laughs> some monkey guts. But there's also a rich soil. All right, what yeah, else? Yeah. What else you got? Yeah, soil. So, so then we'll we'll move from there onto an HVC San Isidro with a Zinfandel. Ooh, mm-hmm. I do like then, a Zinfandel. Yeah, exactly. You know, we all uh, spoke several times in season two when we uh, paired the Zin with the Sumatra wrapper. That was really kind of an eye-opening experience for all of us. And so we want to go back to, uh, you know, making sure that we're, we're paying attention to the all all walks of beverages. And we thought uh, wine was a really fun pairing with that one. And we'll finish up that first segment of Earthy with Placencia, Alma del Fuego, Ooh. and and rum. And uh, obviously the, the earthy component there is going to be the Placencia Alma del Fuego, which focuses on that Omatepe tobacco that has that very mineral-rich soil uh, uh, kind of component to it as a, as a you know, overarching flavor. And so, uh, again, JDN, Connecticut, Matcha Highball, Arlequin, Boulevardier, HVC San Isidro, Zinfandel, and the Placencia Alma del Fuego with rum. Mm. And I've, I've already gotten permission from Robbie with rum. I can always add ice to my beverage. So. <laughs> you can add it to rum. You just cannot add it to whiskey. That's wow, all. Wow, we, we will be looking forward to that. That's become a uh, Wednesday night staple, obviously, in the cigar industry. People tuning in more than ever to Flavor Odyssey. It's a ton of fun. And people just can't get enough of you and Robbie, Randy, because... Next week's Smoke Night Live, I will be on assignment in the Tampa area. Um, by the way, I'm going to see my my stone on Ybor City's kidney stone. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I I had a kidney stone. No, my uh, so there's a cigar dojo stone now on Ybor City on the sidewalk, and I want to go check it out. I want to go see it in person. Plus, I have a couple other meetings, so I'll be in Tampa. And filling in for me next Friday night, a week from tonight, will be none other than Randy and Robbie. And you guys will be interviewing the Crown Heads boys uh, for sure, Miguel. Uh, possibly John, if he can work it out. John Huber. Uh, so that'll be next week, uh, Randy. That'll be a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, obviously, as you've talked about as the show went on here, uh, kind of unique for Cigar Dojo to have two cigars from the same uh, brand end up on the top 10 list. It's a huge accomplishment. We're excited to have Miguel on there. Uh, I'm going to try and keep 
uh, baseball conversation at a minimum between Please. Miguel and, and Robbie. And uh, no, it, it'll be great. You know, you know those uh, both the cigars are phenomenal. So uh, we'll get to talk to them, congratulate them on, on their great year, and uh, maybe hear a little bit about what's uh, coming up for next year on uh, Crown Heads. Awesome. And then the week after that, we will have Michael Herklotz uh, talking about his new company and their acquisition of a bunch of the uh, Nat Sherman brands, which will be super interesting. Plus, not only that, but uh, their new logo is pretty, pretty badass, Jordan. Oh, it's got a, uh, it's got like Hercules killing a bunch of snakes. It looks like the Black Panther fighting a, the a Godzilla Trahedra thing. Yeah, it's it's super cool. So we'll have Michael Herklutz on the show. That's the 29th, uh, two weeks from tonight. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you guys enjoyed our list. Uh, put a ton of work into it. Congratulations to Jordan for all the hard effort you made. A Amazing uh, amount of effort. It looks amazing on the website. Lot, well, you know, there's a lot of guys that went into the list. We will publish the rest of the winners on the website tonight. As soon as the show's over, Jordan will be right back at it. <laughs> getting, all those, getting all those published um, and announced uh, officially on CigarDojo.com. So go check out the list later tonight if you can. Thanks to all of you guys for joining us every Friday night. Really, this is, this is a blast. Wouldn't be as fun without all of you guys. Um, get on the Dojoverse. Share what you're smoking. Share what maybe you would have picked for the cigar of the year in 2020. I'd love to hear those types of things as well. Do you're now playing? Post your drinks. Do all that kind of stuff. Check into your favorite cigars. Maybe you'll earn a Crown Heads badge, which is available now on the Dojoverse. Go to uh, dojoverse.com to enjoy all the fun. Start earning your black belt today. Until next week, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. See you guys next week. Is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car.